Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Mabarai Ram Goldar and Tirim Zakas Baba Kama Daf Yudzain, the end of the first parak, Arba Avos, and the beginning of the second parak, Kate Sadaregal. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi Yochan quoted Rabbi Shimbar Yochai commenting on the Pasik, Hashrechem Zori al Kamaim, Bashalke Regal Hashorva Kamor. Praiseworthy are you who sow by all waters, who send forth the feet of the ox and the donkey. This teaches called Osik Batorg Milasadim, whoever occupies himself with Torah learning and bestowing kindness, Zochel and Nachos Shvatim, merits the inheritance of two Shvatim, referring to Yosef and Yisachar. He presents Psukim demonstrating that Zriya alludes to Tzedakah and that Maim alludes to Torah. He then explains the inheritance merited. Zochel Akiok Yosef, he merits a canopy, meaning, meaning glory like Yosef, but Zochel and Nachos Yisachar, and merits the inheritance, meaning the wealth of Yisachar, and quotes Psukim to support each. Alternatively, Oivav Nofim Lafanov Ki Yosef, his enemies fall before him like Yosef fell before him, but Zochel Abina Ki Yisachar and merits understanding like Yisachar. Point number two, the second parak begins, Kate said a regamuetis, regarding what is the foot of an animal muad, Lashaber Bedir Kilucha, to break things on the way of its walking. Later it says, Sheyutz Rois Manatazin Matachas Ragleo, if pebbles were shooting out from under its feet, and it broke utensils, Meshalom Chazinezek, the owner pays half of the damages. Similarly, if it stepped on a kli and broke it, and a piece of it fell on a second kli and broke it, he would pay full damages of the first and half of the second, whose damage was indirect. The Gemara quotes three Bryces demonstrating that the laws of Tzoros is a machlokas. The first is a case of ordinary Tzoros and a hog, which was digging and caused pebbles of flying damage. The second speaks of chickens, which were fluttering, and wind from their wings broke utensils. The third describes chickens stirring up earth that damaged food. In all three, the Tanakama obligates paying half damages, and Simkus requires full payment. Rava ultimately explains that all Tanaim agree that Koho Kogufadami, one's force is like his body, and such damage is considered direct. Still, the Rabbanon hold of Chasinezek Tzroros Hilchasagamirila. Half damage payment for Tzroros was received as a halacha Moshe Messina. And point number three, Rava asked, if an animal trampled the kli but did not break it immediately, and it rolled elsewhere and broke an impact, what is the halacha? Do I follow the beginning of the process and it is thus the animal's body which broke the kli? Or do I follow the moment of the kli's breaking and it would be tzoros? The more I said, this question can be resolved from Rabba's ruling. If one threw a kli from the top of a roof, and someone else came and broke it with a stick, the second person is patr from paying because we say to him, he has merely broken an already broken kli. Since we consider the kli broken at the beginning of the process, the damage in Rubba's case should be considered inflicted directly by the animal's body and pain full. The Gemara concedes that Rubba's ruling would resolve Rubba's inquiry, but Rubba himself was uncertain about Rubba's ruling. So once again, the three points are number one, Rabbi Yochanan quoted Rabbi Shimbar Yochai commenting on the Pasuk, Ashrechem Zori Al-Komaim, Vashalchi Regal Hashor V'chamor. Praiseworthy are you who sow by all waters, who send forth the feet of the ox and the donkey. This teaches called Osik Batorg Milasasadim, whoever occupies himself with Torah learning and bestowing kindness, Zochel and Nachos Shnei Shvatim, merits the inheritance of two Shvatim, referring to Yosef and Yisachar. He presents Psukim demonstrating that Zriya alludes to Tzedakah and that Maim alludes to Torah. He then explains the inheritance merited. Zochel Akilok Yosef, he merits a canopy, meaning, meaning glory like Yosef, but Zochel Anachas Yisachar, and merits the inheritance, meaning the wealth of Yisachar, and quotes Psukim to support each. Alternatively, Oivav Nofim Lofanov Ki Yosef, his enemies fall before him like Yosef fell before him, but Zochel Abina Ki Yisachar, and merits understanding like Yisachar.
Point number two, the second parak begins, Ketzer Regamuedas, regarding what is the foot of an animal muad, to break things on the way of its walking. Later it says, If pebbles are shooting out from under its feet, and it broke utensils, the owner pays half of the damages. Similarly, if it stepped on a kli and broke it, and a piece of it fell on a second kli and broke it, he would pay full damages of the first and half of the second, whose damage was indirect. The Gemara quotes three prices demonstrating that the laws of Tzroros is a machlokas. The first is a case of ordinary Tzroros and a hog, which was digging and caused pebbles of flying damage. The second speaks of chickens, which were fluttering, and wind from their wings broke utensils. The third describes chickens stirring up earth that damaged food. In all three, the Tanakama obligates paying half damages, and Sumkus requires full payment. Rava ultimately explains that all Tanaim agree that Kocha Kogufadami, one's force is like his body, and such damage is considered direct. Still, the Rabbanon hold of a Chasinezik Half damage payment for Tsroros was received as a Halacha Moshe Messinai. And point number three, Rava asked, if an animal trampled the cleave but did not break it immediately, and it rolled elsewhere and broke an impact, what is the halacha? Do I follow the beginning of the process and it is thus the animal's body which broke the cleave? Or do I follow the moment of the cleave's breaking and it would be tsroros? The more I said, this question can be resolved from Rabba's ruling. If one threw a cleave from the top of a roof, and someone else came and broke it with a stick, the second person is patr from paying because we say to him, he has merely broken an already broken kli. Since we consider the kli broken at the beginning of the process, the damage in Rubba's case should be considered inflicted directly by the animal's body and painful. The more concedes that Rubba's ruling would resolve Rubba's inquiry, but Rubba himself was uncertain about Rubba's ruling. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Yudzain, our standard Simmer is a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman from Yisachar and Yosef Motors, who loved to earn Torah and lend out his cars, was oblivious when a hog digging in the ground kicked up some pebbles that broke his car's windshield, while one of his sons dropped clay pots from the roof, while another son smashed them with a bat on the way down. Once again, some motion. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be more enough. Yid Zion. The used car salesman from Yusakra and Yosef Motors, who loved to earn Torah and lend out his cars, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan quoted Rabbi Shimbar Yochai commenting on the Pazak, Ashrechim Zori al Komayim, Mishalchi Regal Ashtor Praiseworthy are you who so by all waters, who send forth the feet of the ox and the donkey. This teaches Kol Osik Bator Gemilas Hasadim, whoever occupies himself with Torah learning and bestowing kindness, Zochel and Nachlishne Shvatim, merits the inheritance of two Shvatim, referring to Yosef and Yisachar. He presents Psukim demonstrating that Zri alludes to Tztaka and that Mayim alludes to Torah. So the used car salesman from Yisachar and Yosef Motors, who loved to earn Torah and lend out his cars, was oblivious when a hog digging in the ground kicked up some pebbles that broke his car's windshield, which reminds us the more quotes three Bryces demonstrating that the law of Tsroros is a Malchokas, whether one pays half or full damages, one case being that of a hog which was digging and caused pebbles to fly and damage. Rava ultimately explains that all Tanaim agree that Koko Kagufodami, one's force, is like his body, and such damage is considered direct. Still, the rebuttant hold of Chetzinezik Tzoros Hilchus Gamirila, half damage payment for Tzoros, was received as a halachal Hoshmisinai. So the used car salesman from Yisachar and Yosef Motors, who loved to learn Torah, and lend out his cars, was oblivious when a hog digging in the ground kicked up some pebbles that broke his car's windshield, while one of his sons dropped clay pots from the roof, while another son smashed them with a bat 
on the way down, which reminds us, Rabbi asked if an animal trampled a cleave but didn't break it immediately, and then it rolled elsewhere and broke on impact, what's the halacha? Basim Mikar, do we follow the beginning of the process, and it's therefore the animal's body which broke the cleave? Or do we follow the moment of the cleave's breaking and it beats Soros? The more I said this question can be resolved from Rabbi's ruling, Zar Klimarosha dug if one threw a cleave from the top of a roof, and someone else came and broke it with a stick, the second person is Pata from paying Damrinuimanatavirotabar, because we say to him, he's merely broken an already broken cleave. Since we consider the cleave broken at the beginning of the process, the damage in Rav's case should be considered inflicted directly by the animal's body and pay in full. So once again, the used car salesman from Yisachar and Yosef Motors, who loved to learn Torah and lend out his cars, was oblivious when a hog digging the ground kicked up some pebbles that broke his car's windshield, while one of his sons dropped clay pots from the roof, while another son smashed him with a bat on the way down. Alright, so now it's time for four blah bat chazar. Daf Yud Gimel, so this Daf Yud Gimel is our mitzvah boy. So here goes. The bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must be more on Daf Yud Gimel. The bar mitzvah boy, whose first ever shlami, which was a tam gourd, making mechayev to pay half damages from the meat, but not from the emorim, which reminds us what Abba said, shlami sheheziku, if a shlami animal, which is a tam, damages, gobam basarin, he may collect half damages from its meat, which the owner normally eats, veina gobam emorim, but cannot collect from its emorim, the part sacrificed on the mizbeach. Although this seems obvious, since emorim are brought on the mizbeach, Rabbi Abba meant he cannot even collect from the meat corresponding to the value of the emorim, which cannot be collected, and only collects half of the meat. So the bar mitzvah boy, whose first ever shlamim, which was a tam gourd, making mechayv to pay half damages from the meat, but not from the emorim, was in the midst of admitting to a rabbi it was nechasim yuchadim, and not hefker, which reminds us, the Mishnah and Daf Tazama based taught, the damage payments only applied to nechasmim yuchadim, privately owned properties, and three interpretations are given, the second one being pratla nichseh hefker, the mission is excluding ownerless properties, the more explains the cases where an ownerless animal damaged an owned one, and someone else acquired it, the damaged party has no claim to the animal, which was unowned at the time of the damage. So, the bar mitzvah boy, whose first ever shlamim, which was a tam gourd, making mechaev to pay half damages on the meat, but not the Emorim, was in the midst of admitting to a rabbi it was Nachasim Yuchadim, and not Hefker. When all of a sudden he noticed the Petko was eating the Nizak's produce in the Chatzar's family jointly owned with the Nizak, which reminds us that Gomorrah brings the Machokas of a jointly owned Chatzar is exempt from Shane and Regal. Daf Yadal, so the Simran Daf Yadal is a yada hand, and we often use a juggler. So here goes. When a cow ate the juggler's fruit, juggler, that must be on Daf Yadal, yad, hand. When a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled, that was kept in a jointly owned chutzr designated for fruit, but not oxen, which reminds us more discusses the case of a chutzr, which is miyucheres peres venu miyucheres designated for produce, but not for oxen. Since oxen are not permitted to be rotten by the partners of this chutzr, the damage is considered to take place in another's field, and one is liable for shane and regal. So when a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled, that was kept in a jointly owned chutzr designated for fruit, but not oxen. The juggler realized he would get paid for the damage minus the value of the muzik's window he broke while performing his juggling act, which reminds us. The next Mishnah lists several rules about payments of damages, and the Gemara explains each one. The first is Shum Kesev. Payment is based on monetary assessment. Rebut explains Shum Zet Loyel Bekesev. Their assessment of damages should only be based on the amount of money lost. So when a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled that was kept in a jointly owned chutzer, designated for fruit but not oxen. The juggler realized he would get paid for the damage minus the value of the mazik's window he broke while performing his juggling act. For the Yosomi who only paid their father's obligations from land they inherited, not metaltoli, which reminds us, the next phrase in the Mishnah is Shavakesim. Payment is made with something worth money. Abrais explains it means that payment is only from the Chasim, Sheisha Machrais, meaning land. 
Still, if the damage party went first and seized metaltoin, movable items, Basin Govin Lomahan, Basin collects for him from them. In a bright way when regarding orphans of the responsible party, they only pay the father's obligations from land they inherited and not metaltoin. Dov Tezvav. So the Simon Dov Tezvav is a fruit bowl because Tezvav reminds us of Tubishvat. Tubishvat reminds us of fruit, and we use a fruit bowl to make the Simon more distinct. So here goes. The woman who discovered that women are also high in damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be one duff tezvav, tubishvat, relates to fruit, fruit bowl. The woman who discovered that women are also high in damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl, which reminds us, the more brings sources that women are also high in damages in monetary law as well in liability for their murder. So the woman who discovered that women are also high in damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl was informed that because of Chetzinezekanas, which reminds us, the Gemara presents Malchokas about Palkaniska, the half damages payment for when a tum animal damages. Rav Papa says, Mamona, it's a monetary payment of liability. And Rav Huna Bered Rav Yeshua says, Kanasa, it's a penalty. A nafkamina is where one admits that his animal damaged with care because one does not pay a kanas based on his admission. The Gemara concludes that Chetzinezek is a kanas. So, the woman who discovered that women are also high in damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl was informed that because Chetzinezek Kanas, a court date was set in the Eretz Yisrael because it seems her little cat was guilty of killing and eating someone's large chickens. Which reminds us, the Gemara says that since the law is that Chetzinezek is a Kanas, if a dog killed and ate a sheep or a cat killed and ate large chickens, it's an unusual damage and we do not collect in Bavel. Collection of any Kanas requires judges with smicha, which is only given in Eretz Yisrael. Still, if the victim sees property of the damaging party, we don't take it away from him. Also, if the victim requested a court date, in Eretz Yisrael to make his claim before judges with smicha, we set a date for him. And if the damaging party does not go, we place a ban upon him. Daf Tezayin. So the similar Daf Tezayin is toes, and we often use an acrobat with large toes. So here goes. When the acrobat's ox, who also had large toes, acrobat, large toes, that must be on Daf Tezayin. When the acrobat's ox, who also had large toes, hopped onto the large jugs in Rishusa Rabim and destroyed them, which reminds us, the more discusses whether an animal is moored to squat on jugs and if there's enough kamina between large and small jugs. So when the acrobat's ox, who also had large toes, hopped onto the large jugs in Rishusa Rabim and destroyed them, to avoid the lion who is seizing animals, to eat them, which reminds us, Shmuel says, Ari Brushusa Rabim, where a lion attacks an animal, in Rushusa Rabim, Patr, if it sees it and ate it while it was alive, its owner is exempt. Tarfa but if it tore the animal to death and then ate it, he's chayv. Since it's normal for a lion to seize and devour its prey alive, it's the equivalent of an animal eating produce, which is exempt as shame in Rushusa Rabim. Tearing the prey to death first is unusual for a lion and is classified as Karen and as Chayv half damages in Rishusa Rabin. So when the acrobat's ox, who also had large toes, hopped onto the large jugs in Rishusa Rabin and destroyed them to avoid the lion who was seizing animals to eat them, the acrobat saved the ox by dropping the Ma'bein Tamla Mu'ad sign on top of the line, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states, Ma'bein Tamla Mu'ad, what's the difference between the laws of a Tam and a Mu'ad? Only that regarding a tam, one pays half damages from the animal's body, meaning the payment is limited to the value of the damaging animal. Whereas regarding a muad, one pays full damages from the aliyah, even if it exceeds his animal's value. All right, so now it's time to conclude with a pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do discuss what one is high for when a lion eats his prey and the nafkamina and how he kills and eats it? That's on duff. Tezayin. Good number two. Which stuff do you discuss who is chayv in a case of someone dropping kaolin from a roof and another person smashing them on the way down? That's on Duff. 
Yidzayin. Good number three. Which stuff discusses whether one is high for damages of Shane and Regal in Rishus and Nizak Bahamazik? That's on Dav. Yud Gimel. Good number four. Which stuff do you learn that in unusual cases in Babel, such as a cat eating our chickens, those cases can be tried in Eretz Yisrael with the Dayanim have smicha? That's on Dav. Tezvav. Good number five. Which stuff do you discuss what the difference is between a tum and a muad? That's on Dav. Tezayin. Good number six. Which stuff do you discuss if Chesinezik is mamun or knas? That's on Dav. Tezvav. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have machokas if Tzoros pays half or full damages? In one case being that of a hog kicking pebbles and damaging. That's on Duff. Yedzayin. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn about Shum Kesev? The damages are assessed on a monetary basis. That's on Duff. Yedzayin. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have three different interpretations of what Nochasim Yuchadim means? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number 10. Which of the one that whoever is Osik and Torah learning and Gmilus Hasadim is Zochel and Nachalus Shnei Shvatim merits the inheritance of two Shvatim, Yosef and Yisachar? That's on Dav. Yud Zayin. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldhart from Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.